Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Wildman Revolution podcast. Um, before I get to our today's desk, um, please, if you're loving the podcast, leave a review. Um, see, we're representing today with the Wildman Revolution t-shirt. So if you want to get your free t-shirt, uh, leave a review, uh, leave a message, and I'll be sure to get one out to you. Um, check out the podcast on all other platforms, Spotify, uh, iTunes, and YouTube, depending if you want to watch visual or listen in. Um, and also check out my stuff on all other socials um, where you'll get more depth, more insight, and more of a, uh, what would you say? I've already used the word insight many times today, but insight into what is the Wild Man Revolution. Um, without further ado, my following guest is a man doing great things in the world right now. Um, he's in his genius zone in the rehabilitation space. His company is uh, Prison Performance. Dan Henderson, welcome to the show, mate. Thanks very much, Steve. I'm excited to be here. Excited. Now, <clears throat> before we get into it, man, we had a bit of fun setting this up today. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Our man codes were definitely um, <laughs> challenge, but we are stimulated by a challenge. Yeah. You would notice that I've been upgrading a bit of the, the studio, so to say, but we had real issues. We thought we were all set up with the two mics and everything. We were having tech issues, and yeah. then we were having like... Um, I should take a picture of what we've got set up here to get this mic going. Um, but it was really, really good to be able to work together with no frustration, a bit of fun and go, okay, we've just got to mention this at the start of the podcast. And it, it is a couple of key things there. Men in our healthy masculine, we're stimulated by a challenge. 100%. Yeah, you'd agree with that. Um, I see it all too often manifest in society that men falter when it comes to a challenge, but mm. and they don't go into the stimulated part of it and they'll freak the fuck out or anything like yeah, that. But if yeah. you've got that knowing that you are stimulated by it and the challenge is something that, okay, I'm a problem solver in my, yeah. my natural way of being, yeah. bring it on. Yeah. Although it was frustrating leading into this, we're here, yeah. we're here. So anyway, genius zone, rehabilitation. Tell the listeners or the viewers a, a, a bit about yourself, Dan, and, and what's brought you into that that realm, which is so needed on the planet right now. Yes. Um, so I started back oh, about 15 years ago now into personal training. Um, I got into personal training because I've always kept myself healthy and fit. Um, once I finished a diploma in acting and stage and theatre, um, one of my um i did not know that yes this yes. is oh I, I love the podcast for this reason i get to listen in and learn more yeah so i did uh, four years um studying acting um for stage and screen oh cool you should have been a politician uh, i should have been yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah become a good liar right yeah um, yeah so i did that for four years and then coming out of that uh my passion for the industry it kind of wilted a little bit and i didn't think it was something that um i'd be able to um really feel myself and content and happy in doing i yep. thought it was when i first started but i didn't quite know what i wanted to do when i first started it i just thought you know i love movies and that was great but um from there a classmate said you know you're always keeping yourself fit dan you'd be a great personal trainer you know because you're easy to get along with um yep. and you love coaching people so forth and so on so i jumped into that space and uh not knowing much about it but studied got my qualifications and then jumped into it and then um, I started to realize that uh, injury management was something that um, was becoming quite attractive as a niche for me. Yep. And um, then uh, through playing different sports, weightlifting, so forth and so on, I started to get a few injuries myself. So I'd done my shoulder, yep. I'd done my back, not done my back, but I'd um, created back pain through sitting too much lifting too much weight incorrectly and then obviously um, the physical sport of rugby ha has had been impacting on my kind of 35 36 year old body yeah um 
And then rehabilitation of my own injuries was something that um, I had to take on board myself because I got put into the system, which is you get your GP to refer you to for either medication, out to a physio, yeah. uh, Cairo, so forth and so on. And then they do their, their work on you and then send you on your way to do your exercises. So I realized pretty quickly that I was spending a lot of money and not getting any result. Yep. And so I started to take matters into my own hands and then start studying um, rehabilitation courses through different providers and also um, experts within the field yep. and um, got more qualified and then realized that a rehabilitation was actually a very rewarding um, niche in the marketplace for me. Yeah. And um, getting those wins and helping people get out of pain after being in pain for such a long time. The reward was huge you know and i um, thoroughly enjoyed it and that was enough for me to keep within that niche and keep pushing forward and after rehabilitating my own back i found that um lower back issues for people was very very common and yeah. it was something that people were struggling with 100 um, yeah. and this is why it's great that you're on the show today because i know a lot of my listeners viewers and the men that i've either worked with or i'm connected to a lot of them have worked a hard life in the workplace yeah um, whether it is office jobs and corporate sitting down a lot or out like building, bricklaying and manual labor stuff, I can absolutely guarantee that probably nine out of 10 listening of you in this now have had at some point in their life some back problems, um, yeah. myself included. And I think I mentioned to you uh, a while back, I yeah. was having lower back issues and it wasn't until I saw a good friend of mine who was a myotherapist, but he did acupuncture and all that. He's like, hey man, it's not your back. No, and, and it went into is. it. Never no, no, never it was. And went into yeah. it and it was like some glute troubles and this sort of stuff yeah. and some posture things I had going on. And yeah. he gave me a bit of a protocol to work on it. Yeah. And ever since then, it sort of woke me up to go, wait a sec, every time I'm like sore somewhere yeah. with my own work and yeah. my own discovery yeah. of like from pain and yeah. trauma and stuff like that, yeah. that if there's anything in the back, well, it's generally related to something else. Correct. Um, so brought an awareness to your body it brought an awareness yeah. and it brought the awareness also you mentioned that like you'd go through into the system and things weren't working for you or you weren't no, getting a result no. that was the same with me it's like i'd go see a physio nothing yeah. against physios no, um, got, got an amazing place. physio check out Dom, dominic morosini who's yeah. in the rehab space as well okay. who i've done an interview with yeah. he's only 21 and he discovered that awareness early oh, on in his journey and yeah. same he's gone into the rehab space yeah what Let's go back to the acting stuff. I'm like curious, man. I'm like, you're really curious. And we will get back into this, but just just while you're on that sort of thing, acting, like mm. what was the... What was the driver? Yeah. So I was 18 and um, I was in a class at school. Uh, sorry, 17. Was it a chick? Was, was it... Uh, no, it was a teacher. Oh! Well, they, they, it was basically like a, a, a class where... It was it was only for, I think it was only six or seven classes or six to eight classes or something like that. But it's it was kind of bridging you're finishing school high school now. Yeah. What's next? And you kind of had they asked you, you know if you could do anything in this on this planet what would you do or what do you love? Yeah. And I've always loved movies. I've always loved cinema and yep. um and acting and actors. So I just thought, well, why don't I dive into something that I'm actually passionate about? and yeah, just cool. go for it you know what i mean and i couldn't find what i needed in wellington new zealand where i'm originally from and so uh sydney was the next port of call because they had um, nida and yeah. then they also had the actors the uh, college of theater and television as well so i applied for both of them yeah and then um i got into nida but they beat you not allowed to get you at that time i couldn't get hex so i couldn't yep. pay for it, it was 30k so yep. i was like oh that's kind of i don't allow you to work either so that wasn't going to happen. It's a bit hard. And it support, yeah, it's a bit harsh for a Kiwi boy who wants to um, break into the... Back the to New Zealand. Yeah, exactly. So um, <laughs> Actors College of Theatre and Television was the next step. 
and I was just wanting to explore myself, explore who I am, and um, and I did that big time. Yeah, yeah. it opened up a lot uh, about myself. I learned a lot about myself. And they said to us at the very first day, you don't know yourself until you get asked the right questions. Well, I like and then that when one. You provide those answers, then you start to really learn. Um, yep. But they um, they dive right deep inside, and they kind of pull out all the, all the demons that you've got, and yep. you emotionally get to a point where you're you're grounded with yourself, and you get cool. a good understanding of yourself, and then you can start to open up and provide and act as different characters. From yeah, place, it's awesome. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I like hearing that. And yeah. was that when you moved to Australia yeah. and yeah. stayed? Well, not straight or... away. So I moved no. here when I was 21 and then I started um, the acting when I was 24. Yeah. So yep. I kind of yep. got myself settled in Sydney, got work and then... And then yeah awesome sort of awesome yeah yeah well, i'm surrounded by kiwis in my world and my my queen is <laughs> yeah, a kiwi yes, yes. um even though you can't really pick up on the accent you've still got a bit of the yeah, accent yeah, i really yeah, i really yeah. think kiwis keep the accent for their whole life yeah. but it shows up in different forms well, when i talk to other kiwis like when i start talking to chi we start, we start you drop into it. that yeah 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 branch out so yeah no good i'm not going to do my um kiwi accent uh, impersonation on this one i'll wait i'll wait for another time um but that's really really cool because you do come across as a very open person very well spoken mm -hmm. and i can see maybe that that's where probably some of that work would have helped with that early on big time, um big time. and then coming into the field where you're working um i know you're like me you're like face-to-face -face work yes um and you would have done a lot of that in your time yeah pt yeah um yes. and that helps how did you find that when you actually started to realize, oh my God, not only have I worked on myself with this and let's more focus on the, the back, moving into the rehab part of it, yeah. not just the PT. Yeah. Where did you start to go? Because what you were talking about before felt like mission and purpose sort of talking. It's like I was getting something out of this. Yes. When did you first feel that or notice it like, holy shit, this is like really, really rewarding? Um, probably within my first, I suppose, three months of, starting to take on rehab seriously yeah. because I was doing it on myself as well. And then I was starting to just implement small exercises that were working for me on other people that had back injuries. It was probably about that three month mark when I started, when I actually got somebody out of pain and they were like, Dan, it's gone. I'm sitting, I'm standing, I'm moving and walking, we're exercising everything. Yeah. The pain's actually dissipated completely. Yeah. Thank you. And it was that first thank you. And I yeah. was like, this is cool. I'm onto something here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. And it was only because they had actually committed to the process that I put in place. Yep. They got the result like anything in life. You know, yep. if you commit to it and do the work, you get the result. hundred so, percent. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. No, that's awesome. And it's, it's good that, cause I noticed when I had that first time where I'm like, I had no idea what a coach was, what I thought of a coach was mm -hmm. like sport coach or yeah, something yeah, like exactly, that. I had exactly. no idea. Yeah. And I actually, when I'm like, oh, I can be a coach. I've got a coach for myself because I had a lot of personal stuff. Mm. But I actually went and done my PT thing too. I didn't oh, like yeah. the PT stuff. I yeah, right. quit in the end. It didn't yeah. resonate yeah. because in the meantime, I actually started working with clients and helping with their life stuff. Uh, as soon as I helped someone have one breakthrough, it was like this just charge. It was like, yeah. wow, this feels so yeah, bloody yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. This tingles, feels so like, rewarding. Tingles, yeah, 100%. You know? yeah. And it's yeah. super addictive in a good way. Yeah. Do you find that when you're helping clients? Oh, it's like this really powerful driver. That, that as well. Uh, that plus also coaching other trainers. So I was yep. um, a personal training manager within my 15 years for four years yeah so i was managing a team of anywhere from 25 to 30 trainers yeah um so being able to coach these younger trainers coming through even some of the more established ones um not only on technical side of things but 
the business side of things, how to run your business correctly um, and implement things that are going to work for you and streamline your business. If I'm getting aha moments, that also sent tingles through my body. That's good enough. You know what I mean? Like I'm coaching them and they're getting it and they're like, oh, and then they implement and go, they come back and go, Dan, that worked brilliantly. I just picked up a client. Yeah. Like, thank you for that. You know what I mean? So uh, it's the same feeling. um, And I I love to be able to coach people and, um, you know, and the training side of things. is really exciting for me yeah Yeah, awesome and and for the listeners and viewers in there it's a a big thing i do see a lot in society at the moment a lot of men women there's a lot of women that tune into this too that are are feeling a little bit lost right now or like they're they're lacking that drive or that motivation and why this is powerful what you're sharing here around like the mission or purpose stuff or when you first get that feeling of helping someone um even business and all that I feel a lot of people are not aware that that's what you can get out of like following your purpose or really knowing that you do have a purpose. Um, And I really encourage people out there and invite them to go, okay, cool. If I, what what do I love helping people with? Or is there something I know I've got a solution for? I might have a bit of shit going on. The world might be really hard at the moment or whatever, Mm -hmm. but I promise you, you'll get this like absolute magic coming from the inside when you, when you action that and go, Oh wow, maybe there's something in this. Someone's like, 100%. 100%. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I, again, yeah. it's a big thing that the world's missing now. And I think um, more people honor that. Yeah. And I mean, for, for us, um, the biggest thing that I figured out was that the system was failing people, um, whether it comes to shoulders, knees, hips, back, so forth and so on. But the lower back seems to be the most common. Um, yeah. So that's an area that really needs to be worked on first because it's such a big problem, not just in Australia with 4 million Aussies at any one time suffering, but um, globally and it's costing countries all the world, you know, billions. Well, it's costing dollars. taxpayers. It's costing taxpayers. That's <laughs> it depends so, if, if you want to be a taxpayer, yeah, it's costing you. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So people, um, what we realize is that people are, are lost. They're walking around in pain. They're just dealing with it. Yeah. You know, um, and they get some satisfaction depending what they try, so forth and so on. But what it really, really takes is a commitment to yourself. And so what we want to be able to do is give people um, the tools to enable themselves to be able to handle the pain and deal with the pain when it comes about, yep. or even enough tools to be able to eliminate the pain altogether. But yeah. the onus then gets transferred back onto that person, yep. not so much where they're just relying on the system to take care of them. Here's the medication or here's some visits to a chiro or physio. Yep. Um, good luck. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, what we're trying to do is say, hey, let's have a look at your whole lifestyle, you know, hydration, nutrition, sleep, um, exercise, selection, movement, all that yeah. sort of stuff. And let's have a look at it as a whole. And how can we improve one to 2% yeah. throughout your day that you are taking ownership of to yeah. be able to help you yourself? 100%. Yeah. You're throwing the emotional stuff and everything like there. And, and the yeah. body, especially, and this is what yeah. I've learned on my journey, the body's always going to give us signs when there's any dis, like discomfort or disease or anything like that. That's an indicator to go, oh, I've got to tune into that and Mm -hmm. get curious. But a lot of us don't know. No, No, I didn't know anything till I actually saw a professional who was willing to Mm. not fit inside the box Mm. and go, hey, this is probably what's going on here. You open to getting a different view on this. And so for for people out there too, especially the whole lot that you offer, Mm. it's not just, hey, I need a quick fix on my back. Mm. I just want the pain to go away. Pain's mm. an indicator. Mm. It's all pain is, mm. in my opinion, anyway. You, yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah. Um, what have you found business? Business with this regard, like you've transitioned a lot from face-to-face and you're going into the online, online world. world. Yeah, yeah how, how are you finding that transition? It was tough at first yep. because um, I'm so used to being active all day, moving weights, um, help, um, working with clientele up and down, you know what I mean? Physically involved all day, every day. Um, yep. I think 
at one point I looked at my wa my iPhone watch uh, and it was saying that I'd done 24,000 steps wow. in a day. And that's Don't need a train. Yeah, exactly right, <laughs> right? So that's just going from 6 a.m. to kind of 7 p.m. at night and I'm moving around with breaks in between and lifting weights and so forth and do my own workout. Um, yep. I was like, wow. And then once I got, it, got to home and started working from home, I was down to about six or 7,000 steps. Yeah, wow. So it was, a, it was a big adjustment just yeah, yeah, yeah. for that, for my whole body to be move, not moving as much to be more sedentary. Yep. Um, and then it was not going into work. Yeah, physically wow. seeing people face to face, just being kind of in front of the screen. So that the time to adapt to that was about three or four months. Yeah, to get used to that, I was a little bit grumpy. Well, you've well. done well actually. Three <laughs> or four months. Yeah. yeah. So thank you. Um, yeah. So the, so that to adapt to that was was a bit of a challenge, and not, you can't really prepare yourself for it. Nobody really sets you up for it either. So no. um, and my wife Laura, she's she's kind of experiencing that at the moment as well because yeah, she yeah, was always yeah. out and about with her work, and now she's working on the business. Because you guys work on the business. Together, together yeah, which yeah, is yeah. Fantastic. That's, so, that is fantastic. It's so cool to be able to have you know my best friend and my partner in life to be able to back me up because she picks up my weaknesses and I pick up hers and then we build on each other's strengths and it's yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's so cool. It's different again, <laughs> um, but we've got our own spaces in the house where we can yep. work and then we come together you know a couple of times during the day to discuss things and what we need to do. Um, so we're refining our workspace, refining how our days are set up, so yep. forth and so on, and then we'll get more productive as we go through but it's exciting yeah awesome yeah it, it's really good now i've experienced working with my queen in business yeah. <laughs> and it does have its moments um we yeah. work separately in our own businesses now even mm -hmm. though we work in the same realm yeah. um and when we come together it's just for little collaborations and yeah. stuff but um how, how what, what are some of the things like you've been with laura for how long uh we're 12 years now 12 13, years, 13 years yeah. yeah awesome that's awesome yeah. Yeah. and is this the first time you've worked in business together or you were yes. working in business yes. so you've not only transitioned to online yeah you've transitioned into this working together massive lifestyle change yeah massive lifestyle change so coming from a busy city and then um, working our way up the coast here to a quieter environment it was something we've been looking at doing for a long time yeah um and covid enabled that to happen so um, the rona yeah the rona <laughs> so but um you know taking positives out of a out of a bad situation and that was the positive for us is that it forced us to, to go you know what we're done here that's it we're yeah. going to commit to what we said we were going to do we put it out there in the universe it's swinging back around and hitting us in the face really quickly yeah. so let's jump on that energy and then let's and then go write it, write it straight and up. trust and trust that we're doing the right thing um and you know our son was young enough he's only two or three at the time so yeah. we we're able to pick him up and and then just take him and and make the move so it's a big transition but we're happy we did it because um we're honoring our truth and what we want to do in life you know what i mean yeah. and build the lifestyle that we want not yeah. ultimately what that what they say you should be doing exactly and 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 i i know personally because i yeah. know you guys personally but um what what have you noticed from taking that that leap of faith when say the rona stuff went down or all that um whatever you believe about that a lot of people were just waiting to see what happened you guys are like maybe this is an opportunity can you speak to that a little bit more like the courage it took to be able to go no nah, actually we we really want to do this like stuff's going on in the world but we want to go did that bring up a lot of stuff for you guys? Was that a tough period or? Uh, well, no, but it was, it was pretty like we just, because we talked about it and discussed it, it was something that we wanted to do. We were both 100% clear yeah. on what we wanted together. Yeah. And there was no questions. There was no, you know, oh, what if, 
but maybe, but then we might be, you know, not so secure. And yep. what about our finances? What are we going to do for work? You know, so forth and so on. Yep. We just knew that we needed change and we were 100% committed to that, both of us. Yeah. And that made the decision a lot easier to go snap, that's it. Yeah. You know, we've got seven weeks to get out of the current place house that we were in. Yep. This is it, we're going. Yeah. Let's let all the family know. Let's let's wind up the business. Let's wind up. Let's go and, and let's just go. have faith. And, and so it was just that was it. Whereas if if I was eighty percent and she was hundred percent, there would have been a different situation. You know <laughs> yep. what I mean? Because I get there it. would have been negative and positive yeah, forces yeah, yeah. pulling against each other. So um, for us, it was pretty straightforward. It was nerve wracking and and like shit. Are we going to do it? Yep, we're doing it. We're doing it. Let's just jump in. So how long ago was that that you moved? Uh, oh, it's coming up a, a year, I think. Would you say would you say it was a, a rewarding decision to move? The best thing we've ever done. There's a powerful, powerful thing. Why thing I wanted to ask the listeners and viewers in here, when a lot of the world is like, "Oh my God, it's chaos! It's this. We can't back ourselves because we're restricted. We're contract. Whatever's going on, yeah. you guys have just gone. No, we're, we're on board. We're both on board with this. Yeah. And sometimes you're not a hundred percent, but you get to that point. You're like, "Let's yeah. do this." Yeah. You've backed yourself and you back yourself. Now you're saying it's the best thing you've ever done. Yeah. Um, there's a lot people can take from that, definitely. And yeah. I get how that works. I absolutely get how yeah. that works, where you have that faith, where alignment, yeah. yep, this is what we're doing. We're trusting. Let's do it no matter what challenges arise. And I bet it hasn't all been like mm. unicorns and rainbows no, either. No, not, at <laughs> not at all. We had our challenges along the way. But um, Laura and I believe firmly that life, you get one shot. Everybody knows that. So take the risks. Yeah, you know, bear the burden if it doesn't work out. Like learn the lessons, I mean? like learn your lessons because either way, it's the way you look at it. You yep. know what I mean? So if it doesn't work out, you've learned lessons, yep. and then you can go again. You know, trial, fail, learn. You know, so forth and so on. Yep. So life's about taking risks. If you want to sit in your lane and just stay where you are and keep, you know, kind of whinging about your situation, then that that's where you're at. That's cool. Yep. But um, Laura and I don't see life that way. We see is we've got to take the plunge and we've got to put ourselves out there and to get what we want. We do. You do. Hundred percent. You do. I think that's why we all get along so well too. We do. Because like it's we've, we've got a great community here of we amazing do. people and how yeah. we've all sort of come together especially in the last couple of years just because yeah. we do see life that way it's like okay cool let's let's take that leap of faith like that's something we desire or yeah. a path we want to take risk reward yeah, yeah risk reward we understand that we we're going to get some challenges yeah. and generally the challenges are shit we've got to let go of really mm-hmm. um conversations we've got to maybe have and yeah. things material things that maybe aren't aligned but when yeah. we actually let go of them and really trust we will get rewarded and it's funny that you know you speak to friends and family and some of them are like oh man that's really you know, <laughs> your jobs everything and you're just gonna go yeah are you scared are you worried and it's like oh we just trust you, just you, trust that you it's gonna right. have because i've got my best mate there 100 with me the whole way and we just know that, that that and and it felt it was deep inside too yeah you know what i mean it wasn't just oh let's just go shit and we'll work it out yeah. it was like we feel that this is the right move for us yeah and then after having get gotten settled, you know, it, we knew we don't went in and know that it was worth it. So. Yeah. So to do that and the business to transition online, you've got all these transitions going on massive right now. Growth. Um, yeah, and it's massive growth. growth. Yeah. 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 And you clearly value growth too. 100%. Yeah. hundred percent. And you would probably understand and know too, that working with people face to face online, mm-hmm. you value growth. You, you've got to, because we've got to practice what we preach. Exactly right. Energetically, it's it's one of the most important things. Like we can come on here and talk about what we do and everything like mm. that. But the growth aspect, mm. unless you're growing, like none of your clientele are going to grow. Yeah. None of your, the people who are coming in, it's not going to evolve. Your business isn't going to grow. Right. Yeah. And I think that's one of the biggest things too. I can see you guys really taking off online. Mm-hmm. I really can. Um, so definitely. Can we, we can see the vision. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And you've done the work around it yes. too. Yeah. 
what have you found so far in the online space? I've been in the online space for about seven or eight years yeah, now. Yeah. And I've had many, many ups and downs and uh-huh. wins. And I've been 100% aligned, had business success, and then it all fell yeah. apart. And then we've restructured and redone things yeah. and all that. Yeah. How are you finding, what, what are you finding is maybe some of the challenges right now in online compared to maybe face-to-face? Um, I'd say streamlining your systems yep. Yep, and making sure they're in place so you've got more time to be um, moving a money needle, I suppose. You're working on things yep. that actually bring the income in yep. rather than you know, you're working um, either in your business or on your business. So yeah. Um, we, yeah, I definitely felt, well, we're learning that um, some systems work, some don't. So setting them up and getting them streamlined is a challenge. Yeah. Definitely every day to make sure that, you know, things are running smoothly. Yep. Um, dealing with the nose. Yeah. Ah, I love a lot nose. more no's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because people are so skeptical in the online space, you know, I'm having to adapt to that. Yeah, right. So um, it's not that it's it's overly detrimental, but some mornings you wake up and go, okay, come on, you know, you got to pull yourself out of you know out of that yep. kind of oh man, you know, I didn't get anywhere yesterday. Yep. How's today going to go, kind of thing. So yeah. um, staying connected to my goals and connected to my purpose yeah. um, daily, yep. making sure that I've got um, those habits in place in order to be able to do that is is definitely a big key yep. um, to be to be able to stay motivated for the online space. Um, but again, it's how you look at it. And if I'm learning and I'm on kind of on that edge between not knowing what to do and kind of knowing what to do, um, I'm constantly motivated. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I love that too. The nose handling the nose is like yeah. the nose always bringing it closer to you. Yes, yeah. I love sales. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I really do. We were talking just before about like if I do a in person, I can close at like 90, 95%. It's easy. Yeah, There's yeah. rapport and everything yeah. now. But yeah. when it comes to online, I've had to deal with a lot of that. I know um, early on, my first coach, I had lists and lists of people who were reaching out and I was reaching out. I was doing cold calls. I was doing all the things. Yeah. I yeah. was getting so many no's blocks, all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was taking so much of it personally because I'd only just started my growth journey. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you can't, you can't. And it was so hard. Yeah. But it, for me, it was like this initiation into the space. And that has that has set me up so well now yeah. where it's um it gave me the lessons really, really early on mm-hmm. that the, the nose are okay, cool. And it bulletproofs you. I think you get a skin. You yep. know, um, of a rhino almost or an elephant, you know. So it's like, yeah. it, it's an open hour. And that's fine. Let's keep in contact. You know 100%. What I mean? So I just know that they're not in that space to be able to accept what we have to offer at this point or they don't have enough proof or whatever it's going to be for them. That's fine. And that's a learning curve for me. 100%. So yeah. take a no as like a no for now. And it's positive to keep them. And they all say, I say, you know, can I keep you on our weekly newsletter, which gives you free information to be able to help yeah, you back. More value. Yourself. And they're like, exactly right. And they're like, yeah. of course, 100%. Yep. So at this point, um, every no is not a no. It's just a maybe until they're ready. So, exactly. Because yeah. it's, a, it's a trust and rapport game. And what it there is. isn't on social media, most social media, you've got to build a relationship. Yeah. Um, and sometimes that relationship, I know I've got people reaching out to me recently who have been following me for seven or eight years. And they've finally built the trust through the online to actually reach out and talk. It doesn't mean they're going to buy something no, or anything no, like that. Cool. And um, I think for a lot of new people into the space, it's really good to hear that, mm. um, that you're still getting that growth through this period, yeah. but you're like, okay, connected into my mission and purpose. This is my That's driver. I'll keep at this yeah. because I know this is just what part of the journey yeah. I'm on to work through. And the reassuring thing is, is that um, many people, including a, me- a mentor that I've got at the moment as well, has said, Dan, that this is needed regardless of how many hurdles you have to overcome. Yeah. And, and, and you know, 
whatever it is that you have to overcome, this will work. It will work. You've yep. just got to stick at it. And I know that deep down inside the world needs this, yeah. or at least Australia to start with. 100%. Um, and to be able to give the power back to people to take ownership of their own injuries is huge. It, it really, massive, really yeah. is because, um, you know, we're getting so separated and more individualized and more kind of in our own worlds with technology these days. Um, I think we need to be able to then also give people that power back to be able to do it for themselves 100%. Yeah, we only get one physical experience. Yeah. Like you were saying before, in a different context, we only get one life. We're going yeah. to go for it. It's like yeah. we only get one body. Yeah. And yeah. if you're not going to honor that body now and you're going to let it go into dysfunction or mm -hmm. breakdown and all this, yeah. and you think that's your natural way of being, yeah. are you really going to live a happy and fulfilling life? I and mean, how are you going to be there for your kids, exactly. for your family, exactly. for, for your business? Exactly. Um, yeah. You're not. No. And a lot of people I know listening and watching, I've had clients recently, they've got back stuff and that going on and they're in their thirties. Mm. And unless they're resourceful like you to do mm. something about it, that's going to become their natural life. Well, I've, I've just got a bad back. And they just accept it. And it becomes their story and it yep. becomes their identity. Yep. Um, and it's it, it's fucking sad. It, it is. really is Very because sad. I know you and I, you've just turned 43. I've yep. just turned 44. Yep. We're probably, I'm, I know I'm probably the fittest and healthiest I've ever been in my Me life. Yep. And the, the older I get, the more I prioritize my body. Exactly. Not just my prioritize my training, no, my body, the connection with my body. Yep. Um, it's a lot more than the physical. Uh, the mental is probably the mental, emotional, yeah. the, emotional, the whole lot that yeah. comes with it. Um, yeah. Um, I know the results I'm getting now, how my body responds um, is so much better. I, I'll give an example of how my body responds now when I go and I push myself when I train. Like I love running. Yeah. I love running just shorts and yeah. all that sort of stuff. Like yeah. I had a goal recently of a four minute mile. Ooh. Now that's, ah. that's flying. Yeah, that's now fine, I was talking to a former champion NFL footballer, um, Shane Crawford the other week and the gym. He goes, yeah, Oh, that's Shane, a, yeah. he goes, that's a, that's a bit hardcore, man. Yeah. He's like doing the numbers. He goes, Howdy. <laughs> why, why do you want to push that goal? Why do yeah. you want to do that? I'm like, I, I know it's probably outside my reach, but yeah. it's something that I'm connected to and I'm going to push myself to yeah. do it. Yeah. Um, and then sort of them goals like drive me in that. But my, the way my body's responded, the fastest I've got is like five minutes, 15, which is okay. for me, it's like flying. Yeah. I can't go any faster on the treadmill yeah, or yeah, outside. Yeah, yeah. Um, but without that connection with my body to say, hey, my body's responding really well when I push it, mm. when I work mm. hard, I've okay. never had that. Yeah, right. And the more I connect to my body, I have that. What, what do you find with your own journey? The more you've built this connection with your body, the more you've applied the things and been resourceful in that. Do you test yourself now with your body to see how it performs at oh, all? 100%. Yeah, have yeah? to. Have to. Yep. Um, so I'm currently building a small gym inside my um garage at the moment so it's coming along but in the meantime i've kept my training up but i'm always trying to push myself to do either movements that i haven't been able to do before yep. yeah or or hit um targets with um you know whether it's going to be a little bit of weight to lose whether yep. it's going to be um, muscle to build so forth and so on but um i challenge myself in the way of not only turning up is the biggest thing you know yeah. what i mean and not missing a session that's a yeah. challenge in itself yeah. but um challenging myself in um kind of you know how mentally i can push myself when i don't feel like doing it and that's the biggest part it's the time when you don't feel like doing it the most that you get the most benefit when you yeah. do get stuck into the, to the workout itself yeah um and i know in my body when i'm just cruising and then when i'm actually setting like targets for myself to be able to get to as well whether yeah. it be reps whether it be weight so forth and so on yeah. there's always little little targets that i'm setting for myself 
yeah. for each workout to be able to hit as well. And of course, there's going to be distractions. Um, I've got a four-year-old boy and all that sort of stuff as well. Yeah, young Quinn. Yeah, he's Quinny. friends um, with my young bloke. And... Yeah, yeah, they're, they're good boys. But um, he likes to sit in there and talk to me while I, you know, the whole way through my workout, which can be yeah. a little bit distracting. I but, get that too. Yeah, but um, yeah, definitely challenging myself in small little areas, one percenters all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it's a good point you bring up. The one percent is um recent podcast I did with um current masters boxing champion in multiple weight divisions jimmy lupo please check that uh, out yeah, guys yeah, yeah, he talks yeah. about the one percenters yeah, yeah his coaches yeah. all everything the, yeah. the reason he keeps keeping on yeah. and keeps achieving and accomplishing is these one percenters the one percenters yeah, leaning day. into the resistance when you don't feel like doing something yeah. and and something to, to clarify with people out there there is a lot of unhealthiness around like men like overworking and doing 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 or people are generally really and it mm. plays on the body but one of the, there's a difference between overdoing things and leaning into the resistance and doing the one percent a little mm. bit more that's it and and for, for you what when you say like doing one percent when you don't feel like it what, what's an example when you might and feel like it you might be like oh, oh i want to put my feet up or yeah you might have had you know um i might have gone out for dinner the night before and had a six course meal or something you know what <laughs> I mean? yeah yeah and, and had a couple of glasses of wine and then you wake yeah. up the next morning at six and go <sighs> yeah yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like i really don't feel like i'm still digesting so forth. so that's an example there yeah um or i've had a couple of very long days um whether it be working and family combined and then you know you, you feel like you're kind of on that oh, i've got a bit of fatigue sitting in here my body's telling me that yeah but i'll still turn up but i won't go as hard obviously but i'll still turn up still that's still the that's up. the one percent and i think getting um getting I think getting um, really comfortable with um, the boredom of doing the repetitions yeah. is where people excel. Yeah, No matter what you're turning up, but you're comfortable with being bored doing the stuff over and over again to get that 1% yeah. is where I think people really, really um, you know, stand out from the rest of the pack Yeah, because they get comfortable with the boring stuff. Yeah, and they keep doing it. No keep matter going, what, keep going, up, keep going. Up, they show up, they show up. Yeah. You yeah. ask any, you know, Olympic um athlete obviously oh, olympic athletes is it is it david goggin um i've been watching a bit of his stuff the oh, yeah. um ultra marathon yeah yeah, yeah yeah the same thing it's yeah. the same thing that constant repetition and yeah that might um people might want that but if you want results in your life especially when it comes to your health and your body and everything you've actually got to put in the one percenters and it is not just a one-off no it's not a quick no. fix no it is not you, a quick fix one, one no. of the things that I, I do giggle a bit without judgment when some people come to me if i get on a call and they're they're like they they want to fix their problems mm -hmm. whatever it is sometimes mm -hmm. it's physical mm -hmm. and it's health or um whether it's trauma stuff and that and they're like oh well, I'll, I'll just pay for a couple of sessions i'm like do That'll you yeah. do you think you're 49 years old. Yeah. That all this build up of stuff over the 49 years you've been alive, we do two sessions, it's all gone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, if you believe that, I'm not going to mess with your beliefs. But yeah. a lot of the time, if it's playing out in our back and things like that, it, it's probably the constant repetition of doing things that are out of alignment or so ignoring you things. You nailed it. So majority of injuries that people have, or physical injuries that is within their body, yep. comes from just poor movement, repeated time and time and time and time and time again until something goes yeah, yeah. yeah. so um that's something that people need to be aware of when they go oh no i didn't do anything to it it just it just happened all of a sudden well it didn't actually happen all of a sudden it's been compounding for a long time yeah so um yeah people have to understand that that injuries do come about physically that way from, yeah from doing the, the wrong thing over and over and yeah over. and that's what i see with the solutions to these things 
I'm okay with it's like, okay, cool. This is how I've been functioning my whole way of life. Let's talk about functionality of body or something like that. Like I've got like one leg shorter than the other. Yeah. Didn't find out till I was 30. Yeah, right. As soon as I found that out, it's like my whole life I've been running lopsided. I've been getting neck problems, shoulder problems, hip problems, and da-da-da-da-da. So I'm like, okay, if that's been going on in my life, I'm okay to be patient. This is probably going to take a while to start to reprogram my body, recondition my body to move a bit differently. I'm still on that journey now, 13 years later. There's still little bits of nuances but but i'm okay with that because i understand but a lot of people it's like when they hear things it's like all the solution might take a while to Mm. implement and be repetitive with and then they'll be like yeah what what would you do if someone's like that and you feel like that i know the answer to this but you're the guest (laughs) (laughs) what what would you feel like the the main driver would be for them to go okay i actually really really want this to change this pain's been here long enough or what do you think might be yep it's support. It's having somebody in your corner that's been through it yep. and has the understanding of what to do yeah. to, in order to be able to, to you know, accomplish or achieve the goal. That you and they need to, to know and understand that. They need to know and understand that. But I think, you know, again, going back to technology, it's making us more sedentary and lazy and it's making things easier for us to do. It's not a good thing because people yep. are then relying on it or, you know, this mindset that everything can be fixed really, really quickly. Yeah. Like we said, no quick fix. There's no quick fix. You have to take ownership of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And part of that, that's what, what we're trying to trying to do, obviously, with, with our back here program. Yeah. yeah. So and you guys are doing it like what you said all along. It is needed. And you've got the people around you to remind you that yeah. when maybe things are a bit more challenging yeah. or you're getting a bunch of no's or yeah. anything like that, yeah. or it's like things that are different um, in online and that to keep you going. Yeah. Um, it sort of brings me to a question I ask all the guests. Mm-hmm. Um, a great reason I had you on the podcast is because I believe it is a huge thing that there is a major, it's like an epidemic problem. It's a real pandemic, yeah. if you want. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it's a big <laughs> problem. Yeah. It is a huge problem yeah. and it, it's at the core of like your mission, your purpose. So when you hear wild man revolution, mm-hmm. I feel what you're doing, your solutions and everything, mm-hmm. that's like part of that. Mm-hmm. When you hear wild man revolution, but what, what comes up for you? When I hear wild man revolution, I think immediately of men coming to a safe space to be able to share and be vulnerable. Yeah, awesome. That, that's what that's what it says to me. Um, even though you know the words itself might think that you're you're heading out into the bush and doing a that's lot of Steve. different stuff. That's, <laughs> that's Steve. That that comes from you. And yeah, that works well. It suits you to a T, and and your mission as well. Um, but I, I see it as a, as a safe space for men to come together and to be able to share and be a little bit more vulnerable, um, which is okay, by the way, guys. It's all right to be vulnerable as men um, because we don't really have any clue emotionally. We don't. Yeah, we haven't been taught, know, haven't been taught. it. It's definitely not in school and the no. way society functions no. and where we've been programmed is no. actually to switch off. Yeah. And I'm open to that. I think it comes back to the acting again because we got put into, into certain situations that are really confronting. Yeah. in front of people that you're only just getting to know, you know what I mean, in this classroom every day for three years, four years. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, I think, I think, yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Cool. You've got a big mission. You've got a big purpose. Another question I generally ask uh-huh. the guests is like, the world, the world's a bit chaotic right now, but you see there's a lot of problems out there. Again, you've got solutions for a lot of them problems. Mm-hmm. Where do you see the world in 12 months from now? Ooh. Wow, that's a big question. Um, I see the whole world itself. 
Um, Australia, the world, yeah, New Zealand, whatever yeah, you yeah. want to. I feel like it's going, I don't feel like the world's going in the right direction, that's for sure. No. I do feel like there's change on the horizon, though. Yep. Um, I think there's a lot more people that are becoming awake yep. yeah, to their environment yep. um, and, their, and their situation and what's happening within the world as well. Um, to, I think the world's going to be in a place where a lot more people hopefully will, well, I like to think that this is where the world will be going in 12 months time is that they're taking obviously more ownership and yep. not relying so much on the system itself. Yep. And that's for everything in life. So yep. I think in 12 months time, we're going to see more people standing up and going, you know what, I'm going to start taking you know, ownership of my life and everything involved with it. Yeah, with it, cool. To be able to get what I want to get. How cool would society be if people took that level of responsibility and ownership? Even two, three percent would be a huge change, a huge shift in the world. Because yeah, hundred percent. Right direction at the moment. Twelve months from now, the world's like that. More people are taking responsibility. What's your role? Twelve months from now, in that, how do you see your role? Um, educate. Yep. Educate as many people as like as I can within yep. you know what I know and what I can coach yep. um, to be able to do that. Yeah. And and you know it's not just we're not just about fixing them back. Yeah. You know we're we're about making lifestyle changes, looking at your nutrition, your hydration, your sleep, movement, like I mentioned before, um, and seeing how we can improve again the one to two percenters. Yeah. Um, and that means people are actually going. Well, hold on a minute. Now I am actually going to take the bull by the horns. Yeah. And take control. Yeah. Awesome. I love that. Yeah. With that too, generally what people do, they'll they'll really go into something when they've got a result really quick. Yeah. When they feel something shift or change, what yeah. I've noticed, yeah. and this is why one of my intentions, when someone gets on a call with me, whether it's a consult call or not, it's like, give them a shift. Yeah. Give them a change. Yeah. Give them something to feel yeah. and notice. And they'll be like, oh, there's something in this. Yeah. You notice that too, yeah? Yeah, definitely notice that. Yeah. They feel that slight change, even with a client that we've started um, about a month ago now. Um he was able to release three or four kilos within that month and keep the weight off. And he, he just noticed a big shift with him because we're, he's working with myself, but also three other coaches Yeah, awesome. um, on, a, on my team. Oh, he's having a care. crack then. Yeah. So he's got a <laughs> developmental coach with NLP um, awesome. training yep. and she helps um, him with the emotional trauma because yep. he's got some trauma that he's had car accidents and different stuff in his life yep. as well. So we've noticed as a group, we've noticed a shift in him yeah. that's created this motivation for him to push and go harder. That's and awesome. Stronger. So yeah, definitely. yeah, awesome. Yeah, I want to shift gears a little bit. Usually, I'll close with that, but I want to go into dad life for a bit. Yeah. I saw you share pictures the other day, so yeah. you brought a smile to your face yeah. straight away. Yeah. Pictures the other day, young Quinn's birthday. Yeah. Saw a bunch of pictures up there. He's like this tiny little human, like yeah, it's yeah. freaky as. Yeah, isn't it? It is amazing. Well, how how did that change your life? Becoming a dad. Um, well, it's it's making the making. You know your journey bigger than just you. Yeah, that was the biggest thing. It's like, yeah. hold on a minute. Now I've got an actual human that's completely reliant on me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Not just your partner that you know relies on you for a few things here and there, yeah. um, day to day, but like this person is completely reliant on you. So it just shifted my whole thought process and energy. And I knew it was coming, but you yeah. don't, you can't prepare yourself for it because it's intrinsically it's in there. You know what I mean? And then it just as soon as that you know you know it's your little boy something happens inside i can't explain it. it's like love you can't explain I, it right just, i couldn't you know. explain it here yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what do i explain it the way i look at like when i found out she was pregnant for me it brought up a lot of stuff because yeah, it's like right. i was preparing i'm like oh wow this is a new level of responsibility yeah, yeah, yeah in nine yeah. months from yeah, now yeah and it was it was a tough journey of that because so much stuff come up around my past my 
upbringing, da 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 da, all that sort of yeah. thing, plus working with healing and all that sort of thing. But when he was born, the way our life changed, it was amazing. I can't describe the feeling yeah. or anything, yeah. but you c- couldn't buy what came next in a course to prepare you. No. There was no program, no, no. coach, no, no nothing. nothing. <laughs> and there will never be, which yeah. I'm okay with, yeah. which it was something that life presented to, mm. to me anyway. That was yeah. like, here's, this is, you've got big growth to happen right yeah. through this. Yeah. And it's been the most rewarding thing in my life. Oh. Have you felt the same? Yeah, massively rewarding. Um, and I think it's all about, you know, at this day and age, uh, people can talk, to you about having children in such a more of a negative way you know oh wait till this happens and oh look out for that i don't have any of them people left in my life (laughs) me neither but um but you know uh i think it's all about your mindset and that growth mindset as in i'm growing with this child and this child and you've got to be teachable in this life too i believe you know no matter what age and if he's six months and he's teaching you something new about yourself fantastic you got to be open to that um, so being in that growth mindset and not that fixed mindset of what, you know, everybody tells you it's going to be like, yeah. um, I think can give you a better perspective on how to raise your kids as well and enjoy the journey. 100%. Rather than thinking of it as a chore and it's a pain in the ass. And yes, you get those feelings from time to time, but if you can actually sit back and take yourself, you know, in a bird's eye view of you and your, your child playing together, you can really appreciate yeah. how special and cool that is to be in your inner child you know what i mean and just oh, enjoy that's, it that's the key yeah because yeah. that inner child is the most playful part of us and to be able to access that that's what a child can bring for you so i love that i always say river's been my my greatest teacher yeah. and it's been yeah. that too like it doesn't matter what's gone on through the day if i've had a shit time in business yeah. or a bunch of clients who have yeah. been really hard to to hold space for and all yeah. that sort of stuff or chi and i got some stuff going on just that that moment with River, yeah. he's a funny little fucker and he's got <laughs> yes, a lot of energy. Yes, it just can you just be present to that? And it's sort of like you tap into your own inner child or yeah. the reflection, and it's like everything else doesn't really matter. It doesn't, yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah. You're able to tune in, like, uh, and I know a lot of people avoid that because they have got a stressful mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel a lot of conditioning you might talk about from other people going, Oh, get ready for this, yeah, or yeah, you yeah, haven't yeah, experienced yeah. this, yes, yeah. or wait till they do this, yeah. or any of that sort of yeah. stuff. If you keep that out of our environment mm. where we're sort of stopping that passing down exactly. like to them then you're in that growth mindset you're then like, you are in that here with them you're present. not got these yeah. distortions and stuff yeah, like that yeah, yeah. um and, and, and being present and especially it's in the harder moments as well where sometimes you know you're getting annoyed but it's actually your shit that you're getting because you might have something to do yeah and you're like i've got to get to that okay i've got to get you down yeah. yeah let's go to sleep let's go to sleep and you're trying to rush things where you can't actually then be present and in the moment with that 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 child of yours to go you know what he's actually needing a bit more time or she's needing a bit more of my time right now yeah i'm going to give that to you you know no matter what i've got next it, it, it doesn't matter do you find i find for me that's super healing too if i can hold space in that time because i've got a lot of energy come yeah. up sometimes i'm like fuck river he's got heaps of energy yeah, he just yeah. wants to play yeah, or yeah, yeah. wants to read a story yeah. or wants to go and for you, a, you're not there you're wants not to go there. for a walk at 9 30 yeah. at yeah. night or some shit yeah. and i'm not there yeah. but being able to hold that and just be patient and everything yeah. like that i find that that brings up a lot of emotion for me sometimes and yeah, it's really cool. really powerful yeah um it's this it's sorry i didn't interrupt you it's, no, it's right. the same as um not wanting to do that workout and then going and doing it 100 percent it's, it's the same. I see it as this kind of similar concept. It's like, oh, I don't want to go through this. Come on, hurry up. Let's go. Whereas I just sit in it and just relax. It actually becomes a great experience. I, I feel with what we're doing, like as fathers, like as parents or anything like that, um, 
preparing them for what's coming next in yeah, on the planet because there's yeah. so much uncertainty and much unknown so. yeah. but us being like that is going to hold them in such good stead yes um because i think the more joy the more play that they yeah. have while they're young yeah. the more they can see us and yeah. feel us in that yeah they're going to bring that to life yeah. as they grow up yeah. and with all the other whatever fuck's going, going on, on and all that yeah. sort of stuff yeah. they're just not going to be available for a lot of the rubbish That's they're it. going to be strong they're going yeah. to be like well I've been brought up in a yeah. place of love and joy and yeah. expansion nurture. and growth yeah. and nurture. Yes. I want that to be my world. Yeah. And so, that. yeah. yeah. And, yeah. That, and that's, that's a big part of my mission and my yeah. purpose. Although wild man revolution is at the center of it, just like you with yeah. the, um, with, with prison performance and yeah. helping people with the rehab and everything like that, yeah. but being a father, like it's fantastic. Uh, it's, it's the best. It's, it's, it is. It, it yeah. is the best. And yeah, if you've got the right mindset for it, you'll just enjoy it. Yeah. Yep. You really, really will. This has been awesome, man. It's been great, mate. I've really enjoyed it. To close? Yes. To close. If you were to give a message to the people of the world out there that you're here to help, even if they don't know it yet, what would you say to them right now? I would say um, please be open to learning more about yourself, you know, which means that you're open to bringing new things into your life and you're open to new experiences as well because I think we lose sight of um, being able to continuously educate ourselves. You know, we think once we finish school, that's it, but it's not. And I think people get a little bit closed-minded. So I think for the people that I'm talking to out there, I, need, I would, would say to you, be more open-minded as to how you can take more ownership of your life. Epic, yeah. epic. Where can people find you, man? Uh, they can find us at www.prisonperformance.fitness. Um, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, uh, Dan Henderson, um, on facebook um yeah that's where you can cool i'll throw all the links down below guys yep. please check it out please get in touch with this man if you're going to get in touch with this man you heard his message to you out there take ownership and responsibility yep. um he's definitely in his genius zone knows more than enough about what he's doing yeah. to be able to help people help many yep. many people it's been an absolute pleasure to have your own man Thank especially you. the the mic setup we had to do at the, <laughs> the start and yep. everything we had to get Maybe ready but we, we 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 were fluid through this yeah. we we learned and we grew through this so yep. thank you brother and um it's been a it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the Wild Man Revolution podcast. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. See you all later. See ya.